listener exclusive. It's Matt Collins for breakfast, the podcast edition. G'day, Matt Collins from Triple M Brecky. Great to hang out with you on the podcast edition, exclusively on the listener app. And this is our weekly chat with Police Inspector Glenn Smith. Each week we get him on to uh, keep us up to date with some of the maybe more colourful stories that the local boys and girls in blue have had to deal with. And this week was no exception, including a kilo of methamphetamine found in a vehicle towards Hay and a man who exposed his genitals at a Griffith supermarket. Let's find out some more. Here he is, Police Inspector Glenn Smith. But right now, he was one of those 10 million people uh, impacted yesterday. Uh, Police Inspector Glenn Smith. Hopefully he's back on. Let's find out. Inspector, are you there? G'day, Matt. G'day, listeners. He's back. I'm back. Uh, how, do, how do you go, a police inspector? Very important role that you have, very important person. How do you go with no phone? Uh, luckily, I have a work phone as well, which is with the Telstra network. So I, um, I was able to uh, get calls uh, through my other phone. There you go. And in this fair income department, um, triple O was still available. So uh, uh, thankfully that, uh, yeah, that, that was still there for if people needed it yesterday. Yes, as long as they didn't have an Optus mobile or landline, yeah. You, you, could, still, could, you could still ring triple O on those Optus phones, couldn't you? That was my information or is I that not correct? Don't think so. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. Wow. But yeah. Well, hopefully uh, no one was, yeah, in, in an unfortunate situation that needed it. Uh, t- yeah, sp- speaking of unfortunate situations, you've you've seen a video recently. You were just telling me off air. I have. My uh, my daughter uh, alerted me yesterday afternoon to a, uh, a video uh, production of a uh, of a gentleman riding a fine stallion uh, into the Exes Club. Uh, yeah, I, I love about, how you um, say a fine production because <laughs> because it was anything. But I, I'm assuming you're referring to our uh, uh, Melbourne Cup video that we did outside the X's and I was on, as you say, a fine stallion uh, or a, uh, a pool noodle with a horse's head. <laughs> yes, is, is that what it was? Um, but I don't know what's more disturbing, the, uh, the horse you were, or whatever you call it, that you were riding, or the fact that uh, a bloke who talks a lot for a living um, was remarkably silent. It was, uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say also a fine actor. That's what you meant to say, Inspector. No, 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 definitely most. No, it was not. (laughs) (laughs) Moving right along. Now, you are in Sydney, but uh, still a lot happening locally. And, uh, well, the Narandra Highway Patrol stopped a a vehicle on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, great job by the the guys out there, the guys and girls out there. Uh, So, about 1.30 pm on Saturday, the 4th of November. Uh, police attached to Highway Patrol at Narandra stopped the white Holden Commodore sedan with Victorian rego plates. And uh, that was stopped approximately five kilometres west of Gillenbar, travelling towards Hay. The vehicle was stopped for the purpose of a random breath test. Police approached the driver of the vehicle, a 38-year-old male, uh, also present seated in the front passenger seat was a 32-year-old male. Police conducted a random breath test on the driver, which returned a negative result. However... Police observed the passenger in possession of a nicotine vape, which uh, is illegal in the state of New South Wales. Police then informed both the driver and the passenger that a search of the vehicle would take place in search uh, for any other illegal vapes. Upon a search of the boot of the the vehicle, police will allege they located a blue cooler bag. 
A further inspection of that cooler bag revealed a large clear bag containing what appeared to be the drug ice. Police questioned the driver under caution who stated that he found it on the side of the road and thought it may have been ice. However, would not stipulate exactly where the item was located. Uh, the driver indicated they were travelling from Yass and making their way home to Mildura. Police questioned the passenger who had no knowledge of the item. Both were placed under arrest and conveyed to Narendra Police Station. All right, so hang on. Uh, the This uh, bag of alleged drug ice was just happening yes. to be sitting on the side of the road and uh, they've then yeah. uh, put it in the back of their car without actually looking inside <laughs> to see what it was. I know where you're going, Matt. It's, yeah, beggar's belief. Wow, wait. Uh. Just, just quickly on the vaping thing. So vaping is illegal in New South Wales. Uh, is that the case unless you have uh, uh, something from a, a GP? I believe so, yeah. Not being a vapor myself, I couldn't tell you. No, we have but had yeah, the no, vape discussion before, but you you, you, you can't yeah, just go yeah. into a vaping store because they are they are around no. uh, and, yeah. and and purchase a, a vape over the counter. You've got to have a referral yes. from from a doc. Correct. Okay. Yep. So then um, the drug was weighed in the presence of uh, both men and came back with a total of uh, basically one kilogram. Uh, so they were taken. The drug was then taken to Griffith, where uh, what we call a true narc test was conducted, and it returned uh, positive for methamphetamine. Uh, both men were interviewed, and their mobile phones seized, uh, as well as the vape, and they were released pending further investigation uh, and tests. So um, yeah, one kilogram of ice. That's uh, a street value of um, probably several hundred thousand dollars, and yeah, it just gets left on the side of the road. Wow. And there was just a random breath test. If he wasn't vaping, I mean, the police might never have seen that, might not not have realised that was in the boot. Yeah, yeah. Great, great work from 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 the police there. Yeah, and great observations. Mm. So, yeah, exactly. All credit to them. I, I don't find things like that on the side of the road, Inspector. But those two Neither obviously did. Okay, yeah, mo- allegedly. Mo- <laughs> allegedly, of course. Moving right along, and uh, well. An interesting afternoon on Sunday at a supermarket on Banner Ave in Griffith. Yeah, so around 2.30pm on Sunday, 5th of November, a worker working at the supermarket um, went to dispose of some trash by the rear door and then he opened the back door uh, to the loading dock and upon opening the door, the worker had viewed a man laying on his back in the doorway blocking the exit. The worker alerted his supervisor of the stall who went and requested the man to move on from the back door area. The supervisor was kind enough and told the man he'd give him 10 minutes to leave the area. 15 minutes later, the supervisor then contacted Griffith Police and requested their attendance. Uh, Police told the supervisor they would send a car crew. A short time later, the worker once again went to take the trash out by the rear door and uh, the man was still there in his shorts. Uh, However, this time they were pulled down and his genitals were exposed. The worker immediately closed the rear door. Uh, Conan alerted his supervisor to call police and informed him that the man uh, now had his shorts down. A short time later, police arrived and located the man in the rear alley just behind the rear door, introduced themselves and spoke with the man. Police immediately noticed that he was extremely incoherent uh, and had trouble understanding what police were saying. Police asked the man if he'd consumed any alcohol recently, which he denied. Police believed the man to be under the influence of alcohol as they located empty uh, alcohol bottles in the bins and could smell alcohol on the man. Police spoke with the supervisor and the worker, uh, who were told what uh, had occurred prior to police arriving. And police cautioned the man and attempted to question him in relation to this uh, exposure. 
However, he was too incoherent to be questioned and would have to be questioned at a later time. Police requested the attendance of ambulance who arrived a short time later. Uh, and the man was conveyed to Griffith Base Hospital due to his level of intoxication. Can I jump in there, yep. Inspector? Because yeah. uh, I mean, that's a, if I'm the worker at the supermarket in in Banarav, that's the last thing I want to see. Is when I'm just you know trying to do my job, I'm going outside to empty the trash, and there's some bloke yeah. that's allegedly had uh, way too many lemonades. He's got his pants down around his ankles. I mean, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's very unfortunate for the, for the person that's just trying to go about their business. But uh, but yeah. uh, out of interest, what happens when? And let's just assume this this person was extremely intoxicated. Um, that they are then sent to hospital. Yeah, what, what happens the duty then? Of care. So there'll be follow up. Uh, the police will seize the CCTV uh, from the store, and uh, they'll get a statement from the worker and the supervisor. And uh, they'll catch up with that man when he's um, when he's not so inebriated, and um, he could be in a little trouble. However, uh, as we read on, um, the uh, the police took the man's bicycle back to the police station because he had a, a push bike there with him, uh, and then contacted the man's spouse who attended later, short time later, to collect his bike. And I dare say he's um, going to be in a bit of trouble from his partner. Mm, no, no doubt. Um... Drinking and driving is, is obviously, it goes without saying, we, we all know that's a massive no-no. Drinking yep. and riding a bicycle, same same yep. thing? Same thing, and the same thing, you can't drink and ride a horse either. What about a skateboard? Uh, a skateboard? Anything on wheels or, <laughs> or legs? I'd probably have to throw that question to my colleagues in the Highway Patrol. <laughs> You've got me with a technical one there, as always. We're making light of a situation that is pretty serious, of course, but, uh, yeah, just out of interest, it'd be good to know. So you can't ride a horse drunk? No, cannot. All right. Uh, we could go Sorry, back right. to that one, in, in, and maybe it's more so for paramedics and the, the, the hospital, but um, if if someone's intoxicated, they, they you then take them to the, uh, the, the hospital. Do, do police stay with that person in case they do, you know, a carry-on in, in the hospital? If, if they are particularly violent, mm. then yes, police will stay there. But normally um, hospital security will take over. Um, oh, yeah. there's hospital security there. Oh, good to know. Yeah, yeah. All hospitals have security. Um, but, I mean, the workers at the hospital shouldn't have to deal with people, you know, Got drunk on. and carrying on. But uh, police always have a duty of care to look after um, people when they come in under our notice and into our care. All right, we we uh, we hope all involved are going okay. We hope that man's bike's okay, and we hope his spouse is not too hard on him. Uh, you might yeah. be in Sydney, but uh, goodness me, it's it's all happening here. It sounds like. Uh, yeah, there's a few things going on. So, um, well, when can we yeah. expect to have you back in the the greener grass? Mate, I think uh, no, I think I've still got another week or two up here. Oh goodness, unfortunately. All right, mate. Well, we 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 know how busy you are there. It's this this ongoing um, situation. You, you might tell us about it down the track. But uh, yeah, thanks for the updates, and we'll we'll talk again next week. We'll go back to our Tuesday, hopefully. Hopefully, fingers crossed. A listener exclusive.